Welcome to the Naturopathic Life and Living Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Francis, where I'm going to be talking about all kinds of things underneath the sun, everything that has to do with life, living, and your healthcare. So hello, hello, hello. Today is Halloween. I say this like this because Halloween was always a special favorite in our house while my kids were growing up because, I mean, come on, it's Halloween. You get to dress up, you get to decorate, you get to be silly, you get to be whoever you want to be, right? You can be creative. You can be scary, you can be happy, you can be crazy, you can be whatever it is that you want to be and you get to make it up. At least that's how it was in our house. My kids got to have whatever costume they wanted. They get to dress up however they wanted. They got to pick what we got to have for dinner so that way we could go and then wander the neighborhood in whichever neighborhood we wanted to wander in. I would let them choose. We would have their friends come with us if they wanted. It was pretty empowering, right? Pretty empowering for the kids. And today, Today, I wonder what all of that means. We actually were invited to a neighborhood party that's going to be outside. So that way they can still be honoring those social distancing rules by being outside in the fresh air. What I'm kind of confused about is the whole distancing thing. If everybody's supposed to wear a mask, isn't it in the past people used to not want kids to wear masks? Well, if we're supposed to be wearing masks now, right, depending on who you're listening to, if you're supposed to be wearing masks right now, then the kids should be fine to be able to wear masks, right? Can't it be a Halloween mask? Aren't we social distancing anyways? It's not like people are inviting you into their houses. Although I guess I can't really specifically speak on that and say that that never happens because there was a point in time that I felt I felt not very well and um, I actually actually did go into somebody's house when I was an adult when I had my kids with me because I felt ill and I needed to use their bathroom and they let me and that was a scary moment but it was also very necessary because sometimes we can't control what our bodies are going to do right and that would have been quite a mess had I not done that so I had to face my fears and ask this older couple if I could use their bathroom and they let me so I was very appreciative of that but it was a very awkward scary kind of experience time and sometimes we have to deal with those things. Sometimes something comes up and we have to face it. We have to deal with it. We have to make a decision on something that seems incredibly scary but that the time has come. We can't do anything about it. It's going to happen. It's kind of like when you're somebody who's delivering a child. You can't stop it and turn around and say that's it. I'm not doing this anymore and I'm not sure if I've talked about this in a previous podcast or not but when it gets to that point in time when the natural consequences meaning the things that happen because of something else, like the natural progression of something happening, there gets to be a point of no return. It's the summit. It's the top of the mountain. You can't go back anymore. You're almost there. You're almost there. You're almost there. And then boom, this thing happens. And the only thing we can do about it is decide how we're going to proceed forward with it because we can't stop it from happening. So there's a lot of unrest happening in the United States today. And it's not only the United States. With our presidential election coming up and everybody has their own opinions about what that means and if voting you really have a choice and no matter what the votes end up being, if that's going to end up being reflected and what happens the day after. So we have a lot of stuff happening right now, but you know what? Today is Halloween. Today is the day of a celebration. It's a ritual. 
Halloween is a ritual. Halloween is something that has an air to it. It has a feel to it. It has an excitement to it. It has a sense of empowerment for kids to be able to have this exciting thing that they look forward to. And this is, of course, speaking in general, not everybody partakes in Halloween, right? But in general, the whole theme of it all is that it's this fun event that brings people together, that connects people with generosity. It includes the whole sugar craze thing, which by the way, I let my kids keep their stuff. I let my kids keep their stuff. So if they walk around the whole night, maybe it's an hour, maybe it's two hours, however long they take to be able to gather their stuff. They're doing the work. They're the ones going up to the houses. They're the ones saying trick or treat. They're the ones saying thank you. They're the ones that are putting that request out there to be able to get it rewarded, right? That's essentially what's going on. Guess what? The stuff that they get, that's their stuff. And I didn't regulate it. I know a lot of people regulated stuff. I felt that it was their stuff and that they needed to learn how to make choices around having all of that abundance. They needed to learn how to regulate themselves to be able to soothe and to make decisions about things that they could bring and manifest into their lives and to show how their actions could bring about rewards for themselves. And then they were the ones that were then in charge of monitoring those rewards. And so you know what, what's going to happen? Well, sometimes they're going to overeat. Sometimes they're going to feel a little bit sick or maybe a lot of bit sick because that is just like way too much sugar, way too much candy. But you know what? They learn and then maybe they forget and then they do it again. And you know what? Then they learn. And in time, they remember. And you know what? None of my kids are obese. None of my kids mindlessly just eat and eat and eat and eat and eat until they torture themselves will say with food, they don't have that kind of a connection with it. Do you know why? Because they were given the opportunity to empower themselves to be able to be sovereign, to make those choices for themselves, to have the autonomy and their own possessions, to be able to have boundaries and to have boundaries with themselves. I gave them the freedom to be able to have that. And it was never so much that they were actually going to get sick from it. I don't know of anybody that's ever died because they made themselves too sick on Halloween from eating a handful too much of those little candy bars. Now, of course, my kids aren't diabetic and they don't have any kind of concerns like that. So that's not really something that I needed to regulate like that for them. But you know what? You know how many times each major holiday like that, we would have to throw away the excess candy from the last one. You know how many times my kids were like, you know what, this is something that I don't really want. And then they would trade it or they would just give candy away oftentimes. Because when people are empowered with abundance and they have the freedom to be able to choose for themselves and to be able to recognize what matters for them and how to monitor themselves, they learn how to make wise choices. They learn how to make choices that are for their own benefit. They learn how to do things for their own better good instead of having to rely on other people to make those decisions for them. When kids are not raised with a sense of autonomy, with an ability to be able to make decisions about themselves, to be able to have boundaries and have those boundaries honored and accepted from other people, when they're not raised in an environment with that kind of freedom and authority to be able to have a power in themselves, it's not a good thing. Why? Because those patterns 
patterns get ingrained in their nervous systems. And when they grow up, they don't know how to manage things for themselves on their own. They don't understand how to self-recognize something that's going on and how to make a decision about it. They don't understand how to be self-reliant. They're always waiting for somebody else to tell them they can do something. They can't do something. They have to eat something like this. They can't eat anything like that. They have to be allowed to have the authority in themselves to be able to prove to themselves through learning through teaching themselves, through experimenting, through trial and error, that they're capable and competent. And how do people become capable and competent? Because they've realized that they can manage themselves. That's what childhood is about, providing a safe space to be able to give them the ability to figure out how to manage themselves. And sometimes they just get overstimulated, it's true. And sometimes it seems a little crazy. Oh yeah, that's definitely true. And I'm not in those moments specifically right now that I was before having multiple kids during those younger ages where they each have the capacity to stress me out and trigger me and bring me back to my childhood traumas as well, things that were unresolved, things that I wasn't allowed to be able to manage in myself, things that I was subjected to, because it happens with all of us, right? We can't really control that. We can't do it perfectly, but we can, we can honor somebody else's boundaries. And even if we don't agree with them, and even if we don't understand them, right? Because how are we going to be able to agree with them if we don't understand their perspective, if we don't understand what they're talking about, if we don't know how to honor their perspective, then how are we going to be able to to offer them the ability to grow in the capacity that they can, especially when we weren't given that freedom. I feel like this is taking a turn on saying, wait until you know who the fuck you are before you have kids. I mean, kind of in a way, but kind of in a way, that's not how it works. And kind of in a way, if you waited that long, then nobody would ever have kids ever because we're always changing who we are, right? So how in the world does any of this have anything to do with Halloween? Well, you have to look at the facts. You have to look at your environment. And you have to be able to discern whether or not those facts that are being presented are things that people are telling you or if they're things that are actually real that you've observed in your life. And then you need to respond accordingly in a way that is going to be most beneficial for the health and well-being and continuity of those in your life. What does that mean? Well, look at your priorities. What matters to you? What's important for you? If what matters to you is the ritual of being able to recognize there's some normalcy and to be able to have the empowerment of making choices for yourself and being healthy, by all means, make those choices in whatever that means for you. Halloween and my house has always been the ritual of trick-or-treating, creative costumes, decorations, even when they're gory, because that's what it's about. It's about recognizing the fears and the shadows and the traumas and the demons and even even if it's only for one day a year, even if it's only for one day a year, it's honoring that. It's recognizing that even though we have all of these traumas and all of these demons and all this scary fucking shit that exists in this world, there still is joy and there still can be love and there still can be community and there still can be the possibility of self-regulation. There's still individual empowerment. There's still safety. See, depending on your lens and depending on 
depending on the scope and depending on how big of a picture you see, all of those things are factors that make a difference in how we make decisions for ourselves and our families every single day. And so whatever that means for you, whatever that means for your family, whatever that means for a sense of normalcy for yourself in a way that keeps you feeling safe and healthy and empowered, that's what I hope that you do for yourself and your families within your communities on this amazing Halloween day. All right, slow down, fast forward, pause, any of those kind of descriptors in there, just because this is an addition to what I was saying earlier, because I paused, we decorated the house, we put up our caution tape, we put up all of our stickers of the bloody feet print and the spatters of blood on the wall and the little skull lights that go along the sidewalk and uh, up to the door and the masks above the door and the fake hand and feet parts and oversized rats and, you know, all of our all-out decorations in the trees and all, all of that fun stuff, right? All of that fun Halloween stuff. We decorated all of that stuff. We went to our neighborhood party, which, like I said, was outside. There are a lot of new families with little kids in the neighborhood, so that's nice. They had their little get-together. The parents had their get-together with that. People were wearing masks. We were all outside. We had a regulated group. So following those kind of guidelines, things like that, it was nice. We came home, did a few things, got ready. And my one son and I went out. He decided where he wanted for us to be able to go. We ate. It's always important to eat before you go trick-or-treating, right? To be able to get some real food sustenance in there before you start eating any of that sugar-laden candy and chips and whatever other kinds of not food foods, right? That will eventually get consumed out of going out trick-or-treating. So we get to where we're at. It was a place that we discovered last year. And yeah, that's where we went. Nearly every house was open. It was an amazing, amazing night because why? It was almost 60 degrees outside, which in the Midwest, is virtually unheard of on Halloween. Last year on Halloween, it snowed. It was a massive snowstorm. And then of course on Christmas, it was kind of warm and dry. So no snow. Um, But my son and I were both walking around. We had two masks on each, Halloween masks. We were both wearing two different Halloween masks. His was one over the other. Mine were kind of superimposed and you could see both of them kind of at the same time. And we walked around and there were some people that came to their doors that had masks on. There were some people that had these big long shoots that I actually did see on the news. They were suggesting making these contraptions, I'll call them, out of PVC piping where the person dropped the candy in, it went down the chute and then it came out the bottom into the child's bag. That was kind of interesting. There were a few of those. One person had theirs very elaborately decorated. It kind of reminded me of a Whoville kind of thing. So that was kind of interesting. Yeah, there were a lot of people that were sitting outside that had tables set up. So that way the kids could just walk up to the table and grab something that was already set up on the table. There were people sitting around fires. There were people playing music. There were people having good old time. There was even a table that had 
the candy out for the kids and then a bowl out with cans of beer in it for the adults if any of the adults walking around wanted a beer. So I thought that was interesting. It's always interesting when we come across a house that has things specifically there for an adult just because they want to be able to make sure that they're offering things for adults as well. So that was interesting. And then when my son was done and he wanted to go home, then we left. He was fine with what he had. He was good with it. He, like I said, had an abundance of stuff and then he will partake in eating that. I had a few of his items that I asked if I could have and then he in turn gave to me, which of course, if he says no, then I have to accept that, right? We have to honor that because I wasn't the one going up to the house getting the candy or getting the chips or whatever the different items were that the people were handing out. Well, I guess I should say giving out. It wasn't typically what I'm used to Halloween as being you go up to the door, you say trick or treat, and then they put the items in your bag for you. That wasn't exactly how it was happening this year. But you know what? There was a sense of normalcy. There was a sense of normalcy. We walked around the same area that we went to last year. We were able to have the experiences that brought back memories that were encouraging. And yeah, you know what? Today kind of seemed kind of normal. Today seemed kind of normal. And you know why? Because it was a tradition. Because it was a ritual. Because it was a ceremony for life. Because regardless of any of the crazy and any of the scares and any of the other things that are going on today actually was a sense of normalcy. And after we were done, after we came home, you know what? On Saturdays, we do movie night. And yes, we make popcorn. And yes, we have candy available. And you know why? Because there's some regularity to that to make it be like, hmm, sometimes we do this, sometimes we do that. Why? Because when I was a kid, I used to get brought to the movies. And you know what would we have when we went to the movies? Well, we had that junk food. We had the candy and we had the opportunities to have the popcorn and we had the opportunity to have that sugary drink if that's what we wanted. And that little break through the day, through the monotony of life and responsibilities and making choices and doing all that kind of stuff to be able to sit down and to relax and have some time out. and to just be able to not have to think about all that stuff for a while. But in times of stress, that can go a little bit overboard. So when you allow yourself the opportunity to be able to have those break times, put it into your schedule, make it something regular, make it something that you can look forward to, to be able to honor that downtime. And then you know that it's always going to be coming, right? So we went to our party during the day. We decorated our house. We went trick-or-treating at night. We came home. We went swimming and we watched our movie and it was good. Happy Halloween, everyone. All right, everybody, that ends our episode for today. I hope you were able to get some helpful information to be able to live more naturally. So if you like what I had to say today and you found it beneficial or helpful, please go ahead and share. And if there's anything going on where you need to find a naturopathic doctor or for any reason you need somebody to talk to, please go ahead and call me at 586-405-7618 or you can find me online at canassist.me. That's C-A-N-N-A-S-S-I-S-T dot M-E. This is Dr. Francis saying, Enjoy, have fun, and until next time, bye guys.